And in this episode, um, business architecture ingredient number three, wiring and plumbing of your house. Um, and then I'll, you know, what I'm going to talk about is all your systems from, it basically is all about how to create a rockin' sales process mm -hmm. before, during, and after a sale. Nice. Because we're all, we're all very good before a sale, but, you know, after a <laughs> sale, we all lack a lot. So I have an example to give about that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I want to I actually say what the ingredients are, like how, what's your lead magnet process, what's your qualifying process. And mm -hmm. I want to give an example about proposal. I want to talk about proposals. Mm -hmm. um, too, too many consultants and coaches and graphic designers, the people that sell their time for a living, they actually spend so much time before a proposal and to the proposal only to get a no because they haven't done initially what they needed to do in order like a proposal to me is not are we going to work together it's we've decided we were going to work together i'm just giving you the gist on piece of paper to make sure we're we're on the same page but people use that as a are we going to work together? And then it becomes a war on price and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I want to explain more about that. Mm -hmm. um, and then the whole testimonial is John Waldo. Great, great testimonial for him as an example. Okay. And leap of the week, you, know, you will be discussing budget before you create a proposal. Uh, action sheets is going to be the, the goodie of the week, which okay. is, I'll explain. Yeah, I'll explain what that is. Okay. And the affiliate link to build on the next ingredient will be yeah perfect. So I think it's uh, it's pretty good there, pretty okay. highlighted there. Okay, just a sec. I didn't I didn't close my door or put the blanket up. So just uh, you bet. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna do that. I'll stop the video. Okay. <clears throat> We're doing great time, by the way. <laughs> Such a such a professional studio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works. It works. Yeah, we're uh, we're doing great timing wise, by the way. Yeah, this is good. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna get to work at a half decent time. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Hi, this is Rod Jans with Fuel Radio, and on the line with me is Isabel Mercier Turcotte. We've been doing a series called Build to Rock. Position it right, deliver it right, get paid right. Welcome to Fuel Radio, Isabel. Thank you. Happy to be here as usual. I love these episodes. Yeah, we're on episode number six. This is great. And uh, so like usual, I'm going to give Isabel a quick introduction. Isabel is a no-nonsense gal helping people build businesses and lives that totally rock. She works with passionate entrepreneurs to create, communicate, and deliver massive value through innovation strategies, brand alignment, and performance coaching. She's known as the catalyst dedicated to empowering 1 million entrepreneurs to rock their businesses and lives into shape. Before we dive into this episode number six, I thought I'd just give a quick recap of, of, of our last uh, episode. We talked about vision and planning. We talked about how that's the heating system of your house and uh, Isabel gave the example of her uh, fitness trainer who's been using visioning and planning to actually double, double her business. And, you know, Isabel, the word that came out, I didn't talk about it 
at the end of the last episode, but I wrote the word clarity down and, and yeah. circled it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And by the way, um, but clarity is the number one item in my brand promise. So mm. in, in one of the episodes, we talked about brand promise. In fact, I think it was the episode five. And uh, my brand promise is clarity, pivotal shifts, and momentum. Mm. And I deliver that day in and day out, eyes closed, hands behind my back. And that is precisely why it's my, it's my brand promise, right? So I'm glad that you wrote this down because <laughs> I, it, it was by design, not by default. <laughs> good. I, I picked up on the thing I was supposed to pick up on. That's right. That's good. <laughs> yeah, good. So business uh, architecture ingredient number three, we've been using a house example, which I've talked about how much I, I love that. We're continuing with that metaphor and business architecture ingredient number three is systems and processes. And this is the wiring and plumbing of your house. And during the pre-radio interview, you alluded a little bit to what this is all about. And I, I love systems. I love processes. So I'm really excited about what you have to say here today. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is, by the way, um, how someone can double, triple their revenue without doubling or tripling their workload. So uh, open, eye, uh, open ears very wide here. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh, that's the, the third ingredient out of five uh, for the business, for a, a well-designed, well-oiled business architecture. And it is the systems and processes that you use to deliver your genius. And um, in the Build to Rock process, there are eight key stages to what I call a rockin' sales and delivery process. And by the way, this is the deliver it right part of the, the tagline initially in the program, right? Position it right, that's the brand foundation. Deliver it right, that's the whole system and processes so that you can get paid right. Mm. And... Um, Again, there are eight key stages, and I will go through them. Uh, and those eight key stages are basically every contact that you make with your clients and prospects before, during, and after a sale. Mm. And we're all very, very good. Oh, no, we're, we're not all very good, but we're all pretty good at before a sale. You know, when you go to, to buy a vehicle or you go to buy anything, they're going to be on you like be on honey uh, before you buy. During the buying process, they have you now. So during the buying process, it's good, but, you know, it kind of goes downhill a little bit. After the sale is made, this is where most people drop the ball. And unfortunately, or fortunately for some people who already do this, but unfortunately, this is where you can actually enhance and nurture after the sale. It is way easier to sell again to an existing client than to brand new client. It costs a lot less and it's a lot easier to upsell or to continue serving the people that you've already been serving. But if you don't nurture them, and if you don't take care of them after a sale, you're going to lose them. So I want to give an example. Uh, when I purchased my Nissan, I have a Nissan Juke. Mm -hmm. I knew exactly the car I wanted to buy. I, th this salesperson had it really easy with me. <laughs> I went to see him. I phoned him and I said, listen, I want a Nissan Juke. This is the year. This is the color outside. This is the color inside. This is the type of wheels I want. Da, 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 da. I know the price. I know you're going to give me a better price. And, <laughs> and I want it. 
And so it was, it was hard to find. Eventually we found it. Uh, we had it shipped from Victoria and, uh, it was quite a process at some, and he was calling me every day to see if I had sold my previous vehicle because it was dependent on selling my Volkswagen EOS. And so he was on me like beyond honey. He even said at some point to me, uh, Isabel, I'd love to have your, it was a, a Friday. I'd love to have your decision today because it's month end today. And I thought, okay, <laughs> this is where I draw the line. Listen, I, I build great brand and business experiences for a living. You are failing miserably here. <laughs> did you tell him that? I did. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What I'm telling you here is exactly what came out of my mouth. Oh, nice. And uh, he apologized. And, uh, and, and anyway, so I came in, I purchased the vehicle and ask me if he's called me after I purchased to see if I liked my choice. Yeah. No, he didn't, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how many calls before I purchased and then after, nothing, zip, nada. Yeah. So I want to highlight some of the processes that I give. I give the blueprint of all these processes. The pro- that those are the very processes that I use and that I've implemented with hundreds of clients and small business owners that I've worked with. Isabel, just just before you do that, can yeah. I can I give an example of something I saw? Absolutely, this yes. Awesome. I, I had an experience of someone that did that did it right, and I was talking to some mortgage brokers this week, and they have an elderly retired gentleman who comes in three hours a day. And all he does is call people whose mortgages are um, up for renewal. So they, they call people, they have a system for calling people back. So they call yeah. people, uh, you know, after a, a, a week or so, and then they, they don't just leave. And then they have a newsletter and then they have this elderly gentleman. And all he does is, is, is call people and just, just to see how they're doing. I thought that was incredible service, you know? Absolutely. And it, and it should be implemented. And they were talking about discount mortgage brokers and all they want to do is get you on price and get you on, on the sale. And they said, but our thing is, is we provide excellent, uh, service. And this was just an example of, of what they did. So, and not only that, but that provides peace of mind. Yeah. And, and peace of mind is a, uh, an emotion that is highly valuable. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will choose to work with uh, someone because that someone is accountable, they're amazing, and they provide peace of mind. They're more expensive than the other person, yeah. but I don't have to worry about anything when I work with person A. Yeah, you know they're looking out for you. They're watching the. They're yeah. watching interest rates in this case for you, and and that is worth money. It's, oh, they it and they said money. we we save people money all the time because exactly. they, they keep an eye on on where their mortgage is at and that's right. If they could do better for them, that's right. And they have they have lots of customers for life because of that. Yeah, absolutely. Great. And you well, know what? No, go ahead. No, no, no problem. You, it's all good. I'm glad you added that. Okay. Uh, so before, and, and you gave me an idea here, before I go and, and give the eight processes, yeah. I'm actually going to give you the gist of what that does because I call it, you know, the wiring and plumbing. It, those eight processes are the fuel that keep it all, that keep your business running smoothly. Mm. And as I said earlier, this is where most people drop the ball because they're, by default, not by design. These processes, I call it the when this, then that. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. When a client reaches you, then what happens? When they say yes, then what happens? When they say no, then what happens? When they have questions, what happens? When they do this, what happens? So it's a when this, then that process. And that is the fuel that keeps it all running smoothly. It also allows you to have a clear and reliable process from how you get new clients to how you nurture your existing clients and absolutely everything in between. It's where um, a lot can be automated. Mm. I call it the push system. So everything, a lot of my processes are systematized and automated and it's a push system, meaning my system will tell me what to do next, whether it's making a phone call, whether it's following up with someone, whether it's sending an email, whether it's giving me a task or a task on my, uh, on my, uh, in one of my employees, in one of my employees' calendar. So a push system means that once you've created it, you do not need to think about it. It will remind you about everything you need to do. All you need to do is check the, check the, the tasks done right? Mm -hmm. When you've done them. So a lot of that can be automated. Um, This is also where you can shine and add huge value in your delivery process by taking care of the little things that make a big difference. And when you do that, when you have a system to remind you of taking care of the little things, the things that that are going to make someone's day, that allows you to charge more for what you do and for people to still buy what you have to buy because it's worth it. Mm -hmm. So here are the eight processes. You need to have a lead magnet process. Basically, how do you attract new leads to you? You need to have a qualifying process. How do you qualify people early and with the least amount of time so that you don't waste time, hours, weeks? I've seen people waste months yeah. on, on, on not qualifying enough so that they end up doing a lot of work up front, you know, trying to convince people and this and that only after three months or two months or three weeks for the client to say no. Mm-hmm. Because you know they didn't have all the pieces and pieces and, and, and pieces together, and they weren't qualified right. They weren't qualified at all. The other piece is you need to have a proposal process. How do you propose? How do you offer your offer? Right? What your genius is, your service or your product. That doesn't mean it needs to be like a seventeen-page length proposal. You know, it could just be a sales page online. That's also a proposal. So you, you must have a proposal process. You also must have an onboarding process. Whether you, you sell a product, whether you sell an online course, whether you sell a service or your time, you have to have a system that will tell you what to do next in the onboarding of a new, of a new client. Um, and this is where you can wow people. This is where you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. You know exactly what to do next. This is how you can create consistency. Um, and I've seen it way too many times where an, uh, someone will deliver a service to Joe, for example. And Joe's going to refer you and he's gonna go, Joe, Joe's going to go, oh my God, you know, it was so amazing to become a client of them. And then suddenly Joe refers Janine and Janine doesn't experience that experience at all. It was completely different. That's because people operate off the cuff. And again, they operate by, def- by default, not by design. So an onboarding process is key. You also have to have a completion process. 
being clear, especially for coaches and consultants, when you're done coaching the process, the, the person, you must have a good, effective completion process. You also should have a renewal process because a lot of the people out there could easily renew people or move people up the, um, the service um, providing, right? And, but people don't have that. And as I said earlier, it's much easier to enroll someone that has already worked with you um, than someone brand new. You should also have a follow-up process and a nurturing process. Hmm. And all of these cannot be done alone. All of these have to be done in, in, with either tools and systems that are already made and someone who's been there done that because there's, you could do this and do it all ineffectively and you'll have spent eight months doing something or three weeks doing something that won't actually convert or won't work. Mm -hmm. So in my Build to Rock process, I've actually provided a document that is literally step-by-step all of my processes. So in my lead magnet, what do I do? In my qualifying process, what are the steps that I do and why? In my proposal process, how do I do it? Why do I do it that way? And what my results are. So you don't have to invent the wheel. Think of Built to Rock as more of a business architecture in a box, right? <laughs> you copy, paste, tweak, and done. <laughs> yeah. Because I would imagine, the, the thing is, large businesses have all of these things, don't they? They have systems, they have processes for these things, but the, the smaller entrepreneur, I bet, typically doesn't have these, these processes that you just talked about. Yeah, most small business owners don't. Yeah. And, and they all say to me, oh, I don't have a process for this. I go, okay, so tell me what you do when this happens. Oh, I do that. And then when this happens, what do you do? Oh, I do this, this, and that. So you do have a process. You're just yeah. not consistent with it, and you haven't actually documented it. And I don't mean to say that this is a complicated process. It's not complicated. It's, it's tedious, and not everybody wants to sit down and craft their process, which is why I've created it for them. But um, it does take a little bit of time up front. But it, the, the time that it will take you up front, let's say it takes you three weeks to do this. Um, it will save you years because the time that you're wasting by not having implemented these things in, in three weeks mm -hmm. is costing you so much money of of things that you're never going to have because you don't have this system and these processes in place. Therefore, you're not going to make the money. And, you know, when people tell me I'd love to have more clients, but I don't like selling or I don't like, you know, I don't like doing this or I don't like doing that. To me, that's a disfavor to the people who should experience your services. So it's not about selling more. It's not about being sleazy. It's not about convincing. It's about delivering an outstanding experience. And when you have the base created, what, what, what I love is I love to tweak and add. Sometimes I sit there super early in the morning and I go, okay, how am I going to wow? How could I wow better in this particular, in my lead magnet process or in my qualifying process? And it's much easier at the end to start tweaking things. Oh, I'm going to add this email here. It's going to be so good. It's going to engage people more. 
you're going to get to a point where you're going to have so much fun delivering what you want to deliver because a lot of it will be organized. And even if it wasn't like systematized with a proper system, like Infusionsoft, for example, you don't need this. You know, I automated all this with a tool called Insightly. Insight.ly is the tool. And Insightly is a free tool up to 2,500 contacts. Uh, it was that at the time anyways when I was using it. And it has the ability to really help you organize your pipelines. They call it the pipelines. Mm. I call it, you know, uh, your rock and sales and delivery process. But it really is stages or pipelines. And what I do one-on-one -on -one with my clients is I sit there and I actually tell them to walk me through them, their process. And with a, a green post-it, I do all of the post-its on the wall, one post-it and one is one step or one thought. And then I look at their line when they've said it all, and then I restructure, I add, and I remove. Hmm. And then I teach people how to automate this, right? So um, it's, it's, it's a, it makes a world of difference in the small business world and the small business community. And you're right. Most people don't have access to this because they just don't, there's no tools out there that deliver this in an affordable way uh, other than build to rock, of course. Yeah. So I'm just going to state the list one more time. So you have a lead magnet process. You yep. have a qualifying process. You have a proposal process. You have an onboarding process, you have a completion process, a renewal process, a follow-up process, and a nurturing process. That's right. <laughs> and you don't need to work on all these processes at the same time. Right. You know, usually I always start with uh, the qualifying process because the qualifying process and the proposal process are the processes that get you the biggest bang for your buck short term. Mm. So we start with what brings you the best results short term because then it gives you momentum. It gives you uh, wings and fuel. Um, and, and then you're encouraged to start working on the other ones. And one thing I want to add about the proposal process is we talked about that in the pre uh, pre recording of this episode. Most people that need to give a proposal or a quote, first of all, don't ever call it a quote. A quote makes it about money. A proposal makes it about goods and services and transformation. Mm -hmm. People don't buy your services. They buy the transformation that you offer. So a, a lot of people, what I see is they don't qualify. I even have a pre, for me at LeapZone, I have a pre-qualifying process and a qualifying process because I feel like I need an extra step or an extra set of steps. So the proposal process, what I see the most is people don't pre-qualify or they don't qualify, which means they spend hours with a prospect, talking to them on the phone, sending them emails, answering questions, basically coaching them for free, Yeah. Uh, right? And discovering who they are, what they do, da, da, da. And this is a lot of work. And then eventually they go, yeah, I'm interested. Please give me a proposal or a quote. Then they go, no problem, I will do that. Then they give a quote. They spend two, three hours, sometimes you know, a day on, on uh, crafting a proposal. Some proposals are really uh, uh, hard to craft. They take time. They take effort and energy. And then they present the proposal only to hear, oh, yeah, well, it's a lot more than what I was planning to invest and, and uh, you know, I'm going to have to wait and da-da-da-da-da. It's bullshit, but at the same time, it's also your fault <laughs> because you should always know what budget they have prior to you doing a proposal. You should have agreed upon working together 
prior to doing a proposal. A proposal is not to determine if you're going to work together. A proposal is to determine and lay down the rules and the, um, the make sure that you're both on the same page so that you can be ready to sign on the dotted line. Hmm. Excellent. I, I love hearing stories of, of people that you've helped. And uh, is, there, is there anybody who has really been helped by implementing system and processes with, with oh my god do i ever yes <laughs> yeah. uh you know i can think of john waldo john waldo as a result of implementing two out of the actually four that's right four out of the eight key stages he increased his revenue 16 fold wow right going from three grand a month to 50 grand a month and he's grown his team from two to 14 employees in a very short amount of time. Mm. And he did say to me recently, most importantly, Isabel, my soul is on fire and my confidence is through the roof. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you don't understand when someone's confidence is through the roof, they become magnet to money, yeah. magnet to client, to ideal clients. Mm -hmm. And so, and he's been able to get clear about his DNA, right? His brand foundation through the Built to Rock process. He's organized his business from top to bottom. And he now understands exactly how to communicate what makes him different from everyone else. And of course, he has a couple of really good processes that um, has, has given, he, given, him a, given him time back. He's now feeling like he's back in control of his business, most of all. But obviously, it's giving him 16-fold on his, on his return on investment. Hmm. Can you give one specific example of a process that he implemented that made a, a difference? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he has implemented a, a way, way better qualifying process. Mm. His qualifying process is through the roof. It requires very little time of his, um, and it really has saved him, I think it's a thing like 30 hours, and it gets people qualified way before, and his qualifying process gets people to not only – see, when you qualify right – what happens is you can turn a client from, I'm smelling you, I'm investigating you, to, oh my God, do you have room for me? I really would like for you to consider me in working with you. Mm -hmm. And that process is key. When I worked with HSBC years ago, I literally had them from sniffing me in an hour, in an hour's time, I had them from sniffing me to almost begging me to make sure that I would make the room to work with them. <laughs> and that's as a result of my qualifying process. Yeah. Are, are we going to talk more about that in, in future episodes? If you want to, we can. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll make sure we do. Really, really piqued people's curiosity and how do you, how you get people wanting to do business with you like that so badly. Okay. Well, we'll add that into a future episode for sure. <laughs> we're, we're, we're probably touching on it generally throughout all. I have a feeling we are. I, I actually, I know we are. We're yeah. touching on it generally in all of these different episodes, but yeah, yeah great. The biggest thing here is the time saver because time is money. Mm -hmm. So by implementing uh, the strategies in the Build to Rock process and by using the tools that are already created for you and by uh, utilizing and stealing all my material with complete permission from me, uh, <laughs> then you, know, you save time, you make more money, you get clear, you boost your confidence, you get on fire. And you know when you feel that way, life's pretty darn good. 
Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the things, and maybe this has something to do with it, is you mentioned the words uh, in the proposal process, offer your genius. I love that. I wrote that down in, in my book again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say anything more about that? Like during the, during the proposal process, offering your genius? Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't have the right ingredients in their proposal. And and part of the proposal stage that I give in my Build to Rock process, I actually give my proposal template. And I explain to people how to utilize this proposal template. And I explain each section. And it's taken me 20 years to perfect that template. And one of the key, there are key sections in a proposal, but a key section is about the client's goals and objectives to reiterate that you totally understand what they're after, what they want to create. And then there's a, here's my strategy. And you don't divulge your entire strategy, but you divulge enough for them to go, oh my God, I can see this person's genius. Mm-hmm. And I can see that this is the person that absolutely needs to work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. And there's a client of mine that waited three years to work with me. <laughs> yeah. Three years. Wow. And that's, that's dedication. And that, that talk about the impact that I've created on this person uh-huh. for them to come back to me in three years, right? Three years yeah. from now. So the key areas are, are not only written in a way that is going to make the client go, oh my God, this person totally gets me. But it's written in a way that the person's going to go, holy, yeah, this person has what it takes hmm. to help me get to the next level. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. So each week we've been offering a, a leap of the week and we've been encouraging people to talk about it on the Build to Rock Facebook group. We, we want to hear about these things and, and we want to get some discussion going. And uh, so what's the leap of the week this week? Leap of the week is I want you to discuss budget, discuss, talk about money before you create a proposal. Mm. And um, when people say they don't have a big budget, first of all, Rod, we could have a whole episode dedicated to this subject right here. Yeah, and I'm, for totally, sure. I'm totally yeah. willing to do it. Yeah. It's all about you know making sure that you talk money with clients and that you set the expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost a $25,000 project one day because I assumed that their small budget was less than $5,000. Mm-hmm. And so when the, when the client, when the prospect said to me, you know what, Isabel, I really have a small budget for this, almost no budget, and I'm almost ashamed of it. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you'll be able to help me, and, but I'd love to work with you. And, and instead of saying, hey, what is your budget? Share it with me, and I will tell you what we can do for that. Because there's always a way to do something. Yeah. And um, instead of saying that, I went, well, you know, I don't know, what were you thinking about? Like, you know, $2,500 would be that... He was stunned and he stopped and he looked at me and he said, wow, I, I don't know what to say. And I said, oh my God, you know, I, I immediately went to, oh my God, even that was too much. <laughs> and he said, he said, my no budget was $25,000 and now you're making me doubt the value of what you provide. Oh, wow. Right? So <laughs> I learned that one the hard way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's really important that you ask and that you talk for budget. And asking for budget can sound like, okay, so what's your budget for this? And this, the, the reply to this is usually, I don't know. How much does it cost? I don't, ha- I don't have a clue. Why don't you put a, a proposal together and then I'll see if I can afford it. Yeah. And then you go, no. You go, listen, 
if you had, if I was an architect and you wanted me to create or build a house, as you can see, I like the house analogy, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't say build me a house. And if, if the architect would say, what's your budget, you'd go, well, you know what, build me a house and I'll see if I can pay it. No, you wouldn't do that. Right. It would, you would go, no, I, I need to know. I've built houses that were in the hundred thousand dollar range and I've built houses that are in the $3 million range. Where do you situate yourself in here? So know that if people don't know the budget that they want to invest in this, yeah. know and assure that they know what they don't want to spend. Yeah. So give them a, a huge range. I like how you're giving people a range. I can see that being really effective. Yeah. yeah, I give people a range and I go, you know, I've created entire brands from $5,000 all the way to $150,000. Yeah. It depends on what's required. It depends on your objectives. It depends on a whole whack of things. Where is your comfort level in the range that I've given you? Mm -hmm. And you would assume that people would go to the lowest right away, but they don't. You know, they actually will give you the proper range. And, and I will say to them, if the range that you're giving me or the comfort zone that you're giving me doesn't match what you want, I will tell you. Yeah. I will tell you if, and if it's too much, if you don't need to invest that much, I will also tell you. Yeah. Because I, it's all about building no like and trust, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I want to challenge everybody to talk about money and make sure that people understand the level of investment before you start going further in the discussion. Now, mm -hmm. don't bring it up too early. It can't be before the pre-qualifying process, right? Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a, uh, uh, process like there's an order to these things which is what i teach in the in the build to rock process yeah. but it is important that you don't spend a lot of time creating a proposal when you do not when you have not talked about budget at all at that point yeah. and so what i want you to do is the questions that you have about that why don't you go put those uh in the build to rock facebook group i will respond them and that might give us some ammunition to uh kind of create more content for this uh, particular podcast series so good i hope people will do that i know that as we're having this discussion i'm trying to i'm struggling to stay present because my mind is racing backwards to all the times where i've created proposals and not known what <laughs> what people's budget is actually is going into it and like you say you know, you get there and you end up haggling over price or whatever, or just being totally like, oh, we, you know, finding out that they actually didn't even qualify, like we can't afford you or whatever. That's right. Yeah. And, so and I will say that my pre-qualifying and qualifying process, the client has filled out a 30-minute needs assessment online prior to speaking with me. So my call with them is actually my first, first call with them is not about figuring out who they are and what they need. Mm. It's about giving them value right off the bat so that they can go, oh my God, my first call with her was so valuable. Imagine how valuable it would be to work with her and pay her. Yeah. Because they've already given me all the information that I need prior to my first call. And yeah. if they don't want to do that, then I don't want to work with them. Yeah. Man, I love it. I wish I could, had somebody to go out and sell <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. And so uh, what's our goodie of the week? The goodie of the week is action sheets. So um, in the Built to Rock process, I teach, in, and in the, the previous episode, we talked about how to uh, vision and plan. And I talked about uh, a five-year plan, a 12-month plan, a three-month plan, and a weekly planner. And this is about action sheets. It's about bite-sizing big projects. It's a template that I use. By the way, everything that I talk about in these episodes, I use myself. I've used them for years, and I walk 
walk my talk. So this is not something that I've, I think is cool that you should try. This is something that is tried and has provided immense amount of results. Mm-hmm. Action sheets is, and I explained what it is in the tutorial. I never give a, um, a template without explaining how to use it and how people have used it wrong and how people are using it right so that you really understand it. So the action sheet is bite-sizing. So for example, if my pro- if one of my project is to redo my portfolio section of my website, that would be the title of my action sheet. And then all the little actions, items, bite size would be written, listed under that particular title. And I explained the benefits of working that way. You're going to get so much more things done. You're going to see and build momentum. You're going to see your progress and uh, you're going to be so much happier as a result of it. And it's such a simple tool. You'll love it. You mentioned people filling out uh, forms before they even work with you. What's the process? What's the first step in signing up for the Build to Rock program if people are interested in working with you? Okay, it would be to go to the to go to buildtorock.com. You can have a look at the information that's there. Obviously, it will give you everything that I offer in the program. And uh, the you need to click on the application button. It will you'll fill out a simple, believe me, it won't take you half an hour. It'll take you 2-3 minutes. Uh, you'll fill out an uh, a, an application form. I will receive this. I will read this. I will give you a call. We I will probably have a few questions for you. Uh, you'll have questions for me. This is where I'm going to give you more of the logistics of the program, how much time you should invest in the program and all the logistics of how I deliver the program and what access to me you have. And then we decide together on the call if this is for you or not. And believe me, it's uh, uh, if it's not for you, I will tell you. And if you qualify for a Leap Zone $500 um, a scholarship, I will let you know that. Um, I'm here to serve. I'm here to, to help small business owners really kick some serious business butt. And that's my way of doing it. Great. And what are we going to do next week? What are we going to talk about? Next week, we're going to talk about ingredient number four, which a client of mine made, Colin Campbell, actually, I'll, I'll say his name. He made $1,000 in one day by implementing this one ingredient. So right. we're going to talk about that. Good. Can't wait to hear about it. I'm energized from today's episode. I got to get out there and get going. Awesome. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, thanks again, Isabel. This has been awesome. You're welcome. My pleasure. Good.